welcome to Britain North, the last episode of 2019. <laughs> Caroline and Dan will create a plan to can some more jam and feed all the fam. Psych! Just kidding, they don't make jam. <laughs> hey, welcome to Verdant North. How's it going, Caroline? It's going all right, Randy. How are you? I, I'm making it. I'm alive. You're alive. Well, that's good, because I need a sound guy. Uh, yep. <laughs> and we have Dan here, too. Hello, hello. Hello. We all survived the first blizzard <laughs> of the year. Yeah, it was... It was crazy. So here we are, December 2019. This is going to be our last episode of this year, because we've all got crazy stuff going on the rest of the year. So we, we do. Th- we thought we'd check in with you guys. Um, so yeah, Randy, I want to start with you. Can you tell us some successes from this year? Like, how are we looking? Uh, you know, I like to think that we did a pretty good job, and by pretty good, I mean great. Uh, <laughs> we... Uh, um, to put it reflexively, I think we might be hovering around like, you know, an audience of about 150 to 200 people. And we have probably almost 10,000 listens. We're, we're, we're in that upper 9,700 to 9,800 range. So after this episode comes out, you might be seeing us like pop a little bubbly for our tiny little microcosm of media bubble. Heck yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait Hello, for Hello, all 200 of you. <laughs> <laughs> About. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, we, I mean, if anything, we, we thank you all for listening to us and following us along because, you know, uh, podcasting is a tenuous thing. And we always appreciate people who listen and spend time to comment, ask questions, and really uh, pique pick our interest because we want to talk to you. We want to hear from you. And being a part of our community is a fun time i swear <laughs> okay well sweet we're about to round the corner to ten thousand listens i'm pumped that's gonna be good okay well shoo, on with the show then we got ten thousand listens to get here oh i'm sorry i just slammed the table that's bad for av equipment i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry let's do it i just got too excited oh my gosh okay so let's start with kind of a year end wrap up dan what do you say yeah did you have Let some wrap up some successes mm-hmm I did. Or failures, indoors or outdoors? Uh, I had both. I'll give you uh, one each. Okay. So I had an indoors success, which was replanting some spider plant babies. Oh. Pretty easy thing. I just never done it before. Uh, so I did that. It was. Uh, it appears to have gone well, <laughs> and I'm very happy about it. Did, did, did you know? Have you ever repotted like a big spider plant? Um, no, but I did repot the new babies the babies okay yeah. did they have fat roots yet yeah they have a little the big fat carroty looking roots uh i did repot one of those yeah yeah those suckers that, yeah <laughs> i'm like how do you have this those many roots weird. in this small container <laughs> busting out here Dang. yeah you know but so that went well um something that did not go well uh we grew tomatoes this year i don't know if i've talked about this before i feel like i have mm-hmm. we just did not give a flying about those tomatoes. <laughs> so we had three giant tomato bushes in the backyard, and they grew quite well, and they put out a bunch of tomatoes, and something else ate those tomatoes. Oh, no. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't us. 
Yeah, I got bupkis on my tomato plant this year, too. Oh, dang, we tried so hard. We put it in the biggest <laughs> pot, too. Yeah, I, I also, like, we didn't have mysterious creatures or whatever eating our plants. We just had, I think, a weird, the weird August downturn in temps. Like, we had, like, oh, a two-week yeah. period in August that, like, it dipped to the 60s for some reason. Yeah. That and, definitely inhibits growth and fruit production. Yeah, like, it needed to be hotter through August to get that ripeness in, and it just did not set in right. So, Dang bummer. It. I had a I had a good tomato year, but this year yeah. I only had three total plants. One yeah. with beef steaks and then two cherry tomatoes, each in its own like thirty gallon trough. Mm, um and I had thirty gallon trough. Yeah, like those big galvanized tanks I have in my backyard, like a feeding trough. Oh you know for saying? like pigs or goats. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but they're stainless steel containers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just like to imagine farm animals. I just like to use stainless steel. I don't know. I got a thing. <laughs> it's shiny. I'm like a crow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I had successes and failures. What did I have? Uh, you know, I had success in that I got uh, three new raised beds, so I'm mm. probably good on raised beds for the next three to five years but i still didn't tear out the old raised beds oh so So how many do you got uh six total right now but three of them pretty good three of them suck though and i have to fix that so you know (laughs) i hope it's the old ones that suck yeah (laughs) the new ones are pretty great um but the old ones they got i'll just have work to do next year that's the thing about being a gardener is you there's going to be stuff you do all like yeah. all the time, yeah. Because you're it's into a it and you're like, thing. but yeah, but you're still like, I could do this better. I could improve this. I yeah. don't like this as much as I thought I did. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I think that's almost. I think that's part of the draw. You know. Yeah. Like you always, and even if you do it perfectly one time, you have to do it again the next year, and you might, you know, screw up. And every year has different. Yeah. You know, different fights stuff you gotta that fight. comes up. Yeah. Like weather, and bugs. And oh, aminals yeah. and blight, you know, all the things. Disease, <laughs> Disease. pestilence. Um, inside the house, I am beginning to reach the point where if it looks like garbage, I'm going to throw it out. Yeah. Because it's okay. Like, I yep. have the saddest philodendron yep. that was really cool, and like, <laughs> I just can't get it to snap out of it. And there were yeah. a couple of plants that I overwintered outside ferns specifically. Oh. Specifically. Pacific ferns. Specifically. Um, ferns. <laughs> <laughs> These ferns I took outside, and they looked awesome outside and then I brought them inside like a week later I had them in the bathroom the most humid room in my house mm. I tried to pay attention to the water the whole time mm-hmm. and they still got crispy so f- that I'm out uh you've just reminded me I need to buy some ferns ferns I love ferns. Is that one of your New Year's resolutions, is to buy a fern? Uh, It is now. Let's talk resolutions. Okay, successes, weaknesses, and now resolutions. Resolutions. You you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Next year, um, I'm going to... My resolution is to buy all new seeds, because I think I've been doing a good job using up my seed cash. And you could tell that some of those seeds I'd had for about five years, and they had a very low germination rate. Uh, but, oh, I gotta use them up. Yeah, guess what? They're a perishable thing. Yeah, So they are. I'm going to 
reduce the number of varieties of things I try to grow. Because yeah. I mean, I had like forty packs of tomatoes at one point. I've grown many That's enough, many varieties. I'm not gonna, like I, I don't have space for forty individual tomatoes. And also, like sometimes people like to grow <laughs> just the one tomato that tastes rad, right? Yeah. You know, I uh, we grew 30 different tomato plants. Well, not different varieties, but 30 tomato plants mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. That was a like a fiasco. I feel like a farmer. That was <laughs> way too many. Way, 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 way too many. Yeah, I've done that before. Don't don't get me started on my straw bale fiasco. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> resolutions. I want to take out the old beds next year. Hmm. Um, cause there's some problems in them that I just never fixed and it, it is time. Um, I want to buy a fruit tree of the cherry variety, Ooh, a hopefully. cherry tree, a cherry tree. Um, so I can carve some wooden teeth, you know, and chop it down after I <laughs> yeah. lie to people. Um, just kidding. That was a stupid job. <laughs> talking about civics class earlier i don't know maybe that's where <laughs> you that got came george from. washington or <laughs> abraham lincoln or somebody in your head that was george washington okay. abraham lincoln had his own teeth i'll bet he also had a cherry tree though i'm gonna pretend he did <laughs> <laughs> so i want a tree take out the old beds and i'm also gonna try in the new year some aquascaping aquascaping uh-huh. aquascaping and i want scrimps little scrimpy guys you're gonna have shrimp. Shrimp. Sh- shrimp. So shrimp this is gonna be indoors. Indoors. In a tank. Yeah. And Nan- you're gonna make him listen to the band Aqua? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what I heard. Yes. Exclusively Aqua. So what are you gonna grow in your Aqua tank? Um, I have a bunch of varieties of plants at home. I don't have all the names. Mm-hmm. I was really just willing to talk about this at resolution depth. Not oh, okay. Like I was going to say this is a, this is a whole plan. new uh, <laughs> episode we should do on well, the aquaponics. Yeah. Aquaponics. We'll do it in the new year. New awesome. Year's resolution. Aquaponics. Awesome. Possum. Possum. Awesome. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Randy, you got any New Year's resolutions next year? I think it was the same as last year. Try to buy a house so I can actually do stuff with it. Oh, no. <laughs> I keep sending him lists to everything in my neighborhood, and it's all tiny and small. And he's like, dude, we need more room. And it's, I'm like, yeah. I don't care. Be my neighbor. It's either for a tiny, uh, a tiny set of people or like way out of our price range. <laughs> <laughs> Tough market. Which is a uh, classic Minneapolis. Last yeah. Year. But, oh, well. Yeah. All right. So Randy wants to buy a house. We're going to do some aquaponics. Yep. And that's our resolutions. And Dan's going to buy a fern. Buy a fern. <laughs> I need to. I need to step up. Here's my resolution. I need to step up my hanging basket game indoors. Oh, okay. I want to have. You know, people have like those poles. It's like a stripper pole, but for plants. No, what? Yeah, it's like a pole that that um, you know, like how you know how poles are. Imagine a stripper pole in your Do house. I? Yeah. Or like a fireman pole. And then imagine a... <laughs> oh, now I understand. Now, oh, yeah. That type of pole. <laughs> um, and then imagine like a little metallic arm that like hangs off of it. Oh, yeah. And then you can hang a basket from it. I want to get some of those. In the house? In the house, yeah. And then do some mm. uh, do some like hanging stuff. Okay. Oh, I feel like that'd be cool. Uh, you know, there's some cool philodendrons these days. I'm just yeah. saying. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I'll, ch- I'll check them out. <laughs> Philodendron Brazil. Ha ha. I just like that one because it's got yellow and kind of orangey new growth. And then it all eventually turns green and lime green. Hmm. I just enjoy that very citrus spectrum. Some bright, bright color. Yeah. 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 I just like it. 
This yeah, one. the you know the deep greens like I have a Norfolk Island pine. I've killed I, so many of those. <laughs> I know. Like I, I got this one from uh, Home Depot, and it was one of those like ghastly like Christmas oh, bucket gl- things, glitter and it, stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, covered in glitter, and still it still glitter. So huh? stupid. No, the most of the glitter is gone. Um, I re- repotted it, and uh, it's still like way too crowded. They stick like six. Oak Island pines, all in like this, like one gallon pot. Yeah, uh, and I still haven't. I Is haven't that your Christmas tree them. this year? No, it's no, it's not. But uh, but it's very de- it's very dark in color. Like it's Ooh, a very okay. deep green, and it looks nice. But like it doesn't it doesn't look vibrant. It doesn't look like lively. It's not know? it's not happy with you. Yeah. So how long are you gonna put up with that? How long are you? You mean gonna- how long is it going to put up with me? <laughs> that, that's the question. How long before it just like calls it quits? Well, first it's like, gonna, I'm out of here. First it's going to shit needles all over your floor, <laughs> yeah. and they are pokey, and it is they not. Are super and it pokey. is not even a tree. Right. Isn't is it a fern? I think it. No, it no, might be a tree. A I know it's not a pine tree. No, it's not a pine. It's tree. from Hawaii. I know it's native to Hawaii. I don't know anything more about that. It's not a fern. I was thinking of some little like fern species of horsetail kind of. Hmm. But they grow in like forests around here. Hmm. I, I, that maybe that's a future thing where I have yeah. all of the correct details for that. But they look like little Norfolk Island pines around here. You just can't like transplant them because they're way more intricate than oh. you would think. Okay. Yeah. So I'll keep my hands to myself. <laughs> so you have your Norfolk <laughs> pine that looks at you with its deep green yeah. boughs. Yeah. And it just says, you know, I'm not happy. Yeah. I haven't been happy in weeks. They are kind of finicky, you know? (laughs) They need to be warm. They need to be humid. Mm -hmm. They need plenty of water, but not to be wet. Mm -hmm. Uh, If, like, if they're near a cold draft, like, they'll get upset. Yeah. They need light. I don't know. They're just, they're kind of a pain. Yeah. I didn't get any this year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They look cool, though. They look yeah. like a Chewbacca plant, you know, like they look kind of woolly. Like if you just see one mm-hmm. and it's like sort of, they kind of have that like drooping kind of habit. Yeah. The when they're big they look, and heavy. Yeah. They look kind of like woolly. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a different texture than most plants. Yeah. So, um, I was going to take a minute to say, if you want to know more about Norfolk Island pines and uh, Christmas cactuses and poinsettias and stuff, um, when we did episode 12 back in our first season, we did cover that stuff. So see episode 12 for seasonal houseplants. And if you want an awesome hot toddy, uh, episode 30, our last year's holiday episode has some good stuff. Yeah. Cool. So, just a little reference. Um, do you have... Is the Norfolk Island Pine your tree of the day? It is not. What is What is your tree of the day? Today's tree of the day. <laughs> Let me turn the page. Is the hackberry. Hackberry. The common hackberry. Also known as Celtus uh, Ox, Occidentalis. I never know how to say that. Occidentalis? Is it like X or is it not? Occidentalis. I think it's Occidentalis. Um, this is a very nice tree. It's also known as the nettle tree. Okay, that doesn't sound nice. Uh, sugarberry. That does sound nice. And beaverwood. 
That sounds nice depending on who you are. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's a pretty cool tree. Uh, It's a good shade tree for urban environments. Oh, nice. Yeah, it establishes like really quickly, uh, grows very well in like the kind of urban environment. It uh, tolerates a wide variety of like soil conditions like uh, clay or sand or anything in between and then um, different like pH levels. Um, Very adaptable. It is extremely adaptable. Um, Also drought, heat, salt spray, basically anything you could throw at it. Uh, apart from like fire, you know, this thing will, <laughs> this thing will do fine. Um, the first thing I do once I learn how to throw fire is I'm finding a hackberry. <laughs> <laughs> Take this. Yeah. Uh, no, so of course. Yes, fire about, sage level 12. <laughs> uh, Crit- you, okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry. It'll grow uh, up to like 75 to 100 feet. Whoa, that's really tall yeah. for a shade tree. No, it's huge. It's like an elm. In that respect. Okay. Uh, They can grow really big. They grow really quick. Um, Once they get older, they have a more sort of like full round uh, sort of a habit. Okay. Uh, But the wood does kind of rot easily Um. and it's not like super strong. So it's not, uh, uh, it's not like grown for any commercial reason. Okay. Um, You cannot make a dresser out of this tree. You know, you could, and I was reading about it, um... I have a website that I go to to, like, learn about these trees and learn about, like, the wood characteristics. (laughs) Believe it or not, I don't just already know all this shit. (laughs) Uh, But it was saying that, like, it looks a lot like ash, like the wood does Mm -hmm. when you cut it. So sometimes it's used as, like, a substitute, but it's not as strong, so. Oh, so word to the wise, hackberry floors are no go. Yeah, don't. Don't grow one thinking you're going to get rich off the wood. <laughs> what trees do I grow to get rich off Dude, of people, the wood? People think that about, like, black walnut. People are like, I'm going to plant black walnut trees and I'm going to be a millionaire. Okay. Well, see ya. Yeah. The, good luck. <laughs> Wait a hundred years and then get, like, your $60 or whatever. Remind me not to invest in your company. <laughs> right. <laughs> um... But so one thing that's pretty cool about these trees is that they have these little berries. Okay. Uh, they're actually edible. Okay. Um, they're like fully edible. They're high in calories even. Um, so like you can make a like a paste or whatever out of these berries and like eat it. <laughs> I don't know why you'd need to do that, but Survival. if you wanted to, yeah. Um, otherwise, the berries will stay on the tree like through the winter until the birds eat them all. That's really nice, though. Yeah, so you can. Uh, so there's good winter interest. Uh, you can get a bunch of birds like coming to feast up on the tree. Okay. Uh, so that's kind of a cool thing. Um, but yeah, there's no major issues with the tree. There's no major like diseases. Um, it apparently is a little bit susceptible to like witch's broom. Oh, yeah. You know that? Like, if there's, like, a, um, I don't know what it is, like, some kind of, like, parasite or mite or something that, or disease, something like that. But basically, you get kind of, like, these dense clusters of branches. You really only notice it in the winter when all the leaves are gone, but uh, kind of a minor thing. Um, It's also native to North America, so that's kind of cool, like, from the Dakotas uh, on east to, like, Quebec and down to, like, North Carolina. Okay. So, pretty, pretty big range. Pretty wide range. Um, it's a cool tree. Uh, everyone should go pick one up. Try pick, it out. Pick it up. Go Put pick up yard. a hackberry go like you it. do. Poke it. <laughs> Feel the beaver wood. 
Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> the old beaver wood. Check out this beaver wood. Oh, my God. That's pretty much what I got. Other than that, it's kind of just like a, you know, normal tree. It's a normal tree, but it's a, a, it's a shade tree that grows to 100 feet tall and feet tall. will take whatever your crappy soil is. That's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty solid, especially for uh, people who live on like a boulevard or whatever when there's a lot of traffic, a lot right. of salt spray, that kind of crap. It's hard sometimes to find a good tree or a good plant that's going to, um, you know, weather that kind of abuse. So that's it. That's the uh, tree of the pod. The tree of the pod. The last tree of the year is the hackberry. Nice. The old hackberry. You hack. You're such a hack. I've got another uh, weird plant when we want to get to that, but it's not really a tree. Oh. How, what if, okay, let me talk about bugs and then we'll talk about your weird plant. How about Start. that? Now we, we break it up. Break it up. Segmental. Um... Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about, I was thinking about Christmas trees, and I remembered mm-hmm. last year there was this big recall of live trees and branches and boughs and reeds if you bought them what? at a big box store. I don't remember this. If you bought live plants, there were four different distributors out of North Carolina that had a scaly bug infection on their plants. Well, infestation is the correct term when it's a bug, I suppose. But (laughs) okay, so the the culprit is an armored scale bug by the name of the elongated hemlock scale or EHS. That's short. a pretty like posh name for a bug. Yeah, well the elongated hemlock scale. The elongated hemlock scale. He sounds like he's got a pipe and a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, he, so the elongated hemlock scale is a type of armored scale. I guess mm. there are a few different kinds of scale bugs. Mm. And I, I mean, when we say scale, yeah. it's not just one species. Just like when we say beetle, you know, there's tons yeah. of beetles, right? That's the scientific quantity is tons. <laughs> tons of coleoptera. Loads. Um, <laughs> so loads. So scale bugs are part of the true bug family, hemiptera. Um, but they are these little suckers. They have these sucking mouth parts that stab into your plants. And it doesn't necessarily have to be on the stem. It can be on the underside of leaves or in um, areas where there's uh, vein connections and whatnot. But these bugs don't actually like suck juice from the vascular system of the plants. Hmm. They're going for the the areas between the outside of the leaf and the inside. It's like that mesosphil. Oh, yeah. I know the mesosphil. The mesosphil. Like, you know, okay, so. But it's like the in-between kind of Yeah, it's not the vasculature, which is what they'll vascular think like heart. You know, that's your your fluids moving. So that's all of your plant juices. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going after cells that like individual cells and they suck everything out of these individual cells. So you're. Your plant's leaves will be weakened. They may turn yellow. They may fall off. The plant will just be weak and crappy. They seldom... Or they get sticky, too. Um, yeah. There are some scale bugs that do create honeydew, that sticky stuff. Yeah. Um, armored scale bugs don't, though. Okay. So just a little different characteristic. But uh, So this little bug builds itself kind of a turtle shell out of a waxy substance, but the shell's not connected to its body. So it basically has this shield over its whole body that it does its whole life cycle 
under. So mm. mommy scale bug will lay eggs and those eggs will hatch underneath of her and she's got this shield over her and then when they're crawlers they're just gonna leave mom go find a new plant and then start building their own scales oh interesting okay super weird i have a little video that i can throw up um that i used a macro lens that clips onto my phone Oh, you took the video. Yeah. I took this video and (laughs) used tweezers and was like pulling these scale bugs apart. And I was like, oh, I took the shell off. Yeah. Well, it's not connected, so I shouldn't feel so like (laughs) (laughs) I didn't hurt anything. I just pulled the bug off. Um, But yeah. So when they're feeding, once they get to the place where they're feeding scale bugs, um, typically don't move too much. It's when they're in that crawler phase, like that baby phase. Okay. Yeah, they crawl all over the place. So that's when you gotta get them. Yeah. So like Kmart, Menards, Home Depot, all those places. None of them are sponsoring me. I don't care. I, I'll, I'll call them all out. There's more. Um, but they bought all of these boughs from North Carolina, and it sent this uh, invasive Japanese species to us. Mm. Um, so you had to either bag or burn your trees and any branches you bought. Like it was okay wow. to leave them up during the holiday season, but just because you don't want we, we did. It's, you don't want to introduce this species to our local right. trees. Right. Um, yeah. Invasive species are no fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And is it going to kill trees? No, it'll just make them super weak and pathetic. Yeah. It, a really bad infestation can kill Nobody stuff. wants a pathetic tree. No, no, not at all. Um, outside, there are a couple natural predators. There, There's like these parasitic wasps. Oh. Yeah, little sneaky boys. Um, there are some lady beetles. The coolest one that I heard about um, was named the twice stabbed lady beetle. It's, what? <laughs> it's all black and it has two red dots on the back, like somebody stabbed oh. it twice in the back. And I was like, that's the coolest name. Way that's better than cool. Hackberry. <laughs> I just wanted to call that one out. And then uh, Lace Wings eat those as well so um if you're treating plants outside and you see that you have a scale infestation but you see some damage to some of the scale bugs you may have a beneficial predator around Mm. let it roll see what happens just continue to monitor um you can start paying attention to new growth on your plants to see if they show any signs of disease that's going to be kind of your your litmus test as to if you have more scale problems so indoors you can look at your new growth inside. But if you have a house plant that has scale on it, you're going to want to hack off all of the worst stuff and then go through leaf by leaf and look over the stems, trying to uh, rubbing alcohol Q-tip off all of them. Oh, that'll do it? It, Rubbing alcohol on a Q-tip? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Because it's like they're covered in this waxy shell. So using something a little that is a solvent and prize them off. Yeah. Yeah. And then I I drown them in the ethanol and go back and keep going. Oh, nice. You can use uh, horticultural oils as well to help suffocate them. Like neem oil or something? Yeah. Always read the directions forever and always. Yeah. Don't drink the neem oil. Don't drink neem oil and drive. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh that's all i learned about scaly bugs well i learned something yeah 
I always have scale in my house. It's always somewhere. I'm pretty sure. I can never get rid of it. Yeah. It's always some plant somewhere in my house has always got scale. Yeah. Well, I want to get some of those twice stabbed ladybugs and just let them go in my house. Yeah. Or some parasitic wasps. They don't they don't sting people. They're not going to hurt the animals. Oh, man, that gives me the creeps, though. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking, you know, I could raise some uh, lady beetle larvae. Yeah. And see what they do. Is that your new resolution? No, it's too much work. (laughs) (laughs) I saw there was this really cool page. um, A a group of people are raising jumping spiders as pets. And I was like, send me 10 jumping spiders. They can live in my plant room. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But these people take care of them the way that you would take care of like a tarantula or a goldfish. Like they, you know, they deal with humidity and special food needs. And aren't these spiders like really small? Yeah. But they, I mean, there's, that's just their thing. They're just into it. Wow. I don't know. Maybe we need, do you want a pet spider? You wanted a dog. What if you had a spidey boy? Nah, I'll pass on the spider. Pass on the spiders. Pass on the ladybugs. Yeah. <laughs> You're hard to please today. Jeez, Dan. Too much work. Well, I like bugs, but I do want to hear more about weird plants. Well, you're in luck. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked one up today that I thought was going to be interesting uh, from my tome of weird plants. <laughs> uh, this is a vampiric plant. What? Yeah. So, uh, this one is also known by the common name of mistletoe. Oh. hey Which, nice. you know, it's like holiday times. Yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of works, right? It's totally not in episode 12. <laughs> totally not also in episode 12. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Let know. me hear it from your weird plants perspective. All right. Let me talk about it from the weird plants perspective. Uh, so the first thing that's to note about mistletoe is that the scientific name is Viscum album. Viscum album. Which means that somebody somewhere needs to produce a Christmas CD and call it the, Visco- the Viscum album. The Christmas Viscum album? Well, just the Viscum album. I just find that I think that would be hilarious. <laughs> anyway. Um, this plant is kind of weird. I mean, there's a bunch of different varieties of it. It doesn't really look like much, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. It just kind of like looks like a tuft, like sitting on a tree, right? So it's vampiric. It's like an epiphyte, right? Like it lives on other plants, but Mm -hmm. it's also like a, it's like a half parasite. I think they call it like a hemiparasite, something like that. Okay. So it steals water and nutrients, but from the other plants, but it also photosynthesizes. So it's got its own, like, chlorophyll. It, you know, it does its own thing. Um, nice. Yeah. It's also interesting because it has a lot of, um, like, it's heavy into, like, the folklore and, like, old, like, European culture. It was, like, very mm-hmm. significant, which is kind of weird, uh, but kind of cool. You know, when there's nothing else to do, people hang out with the plants. <laughs> You know, if you don't have a Game Boy, no, no one has Game Boy now, but you know, you don't have your Nintendo or whatever, like, I don't know, go chill with the plants, cut them up. Uh, and so I guess that's what people did. That is exactly what I did when I didn't have a Game Boy. <laughs> um, so anyway, like this, this stuff used to um, 
apparently it represented the quote divine male essence i don't know why maybe because it's parasitic (laughs) but uh it was integrated into like the christian religion and like in like the uh like the third century or something like that so is that the same time they stole christmas trees yeah probably nice um Hey, pagans, we'll take all the best parts so that it feels normal. (laughs) Come join us. So I was reading about it, and apparently, like, you know, we have the thing now where, like, if you... Like, you kiss people under the mistletoe. Right? Yeah, it allows right. you to freely sexually harass people and if you're under it. That's exactly what it does. The male mystique. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's kind of, like, rapey in that way. Um, but I was reading about this, and they were like, you pluck a berry off of the mistletoe each time you, like get a kiss or whatever under it. What? And then once the berries are all plucked off, then like... No more kissing. No, no then no more. But those berries... Then you berries, have the French. <laughs> those berries are like super poisonous. Super poisonous. Super duper poisonous. Oh my God. The third century loved poison berries. They did. They They're were like, all about mm, it. I'm a rebella donna in my eyes and I'm going to pluck this weird rapey berry and kiss my <laughs> The <neighbor."> rapey berry. <laughs> Uh, the other thing that's neat about the mistletoe is that they spread when they're like seedlings, right? Like that's when they attach to a, to a tree. So the birds will eat these berries. Okay. They're unaffected by the poison and they will shit on a tree. Like, <laughs> you know, birds commonly do this. They shit everywhere. Mm-hmm. But if they're sitting on a tree and they shit one of those seeds out, the seeds have like the sticky substance and it like sticks and it like hardens and it like attaches the seed to that branch. And then yeah. once the seed germinates, it's like right there, and it just like pokes it, taps in its way in. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's a horrible bastard of a plant. Uh, it's like the poison in the berries is like uh, apparently works similarly to ricin, like the super super <sighs> duper poison. Great, now our podcast is on a list somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <God damn> <laughs> Hey, that's fine, the, those listens way. count too. All right. Our ten thousandth listen is the FBI. <laughs> They're cr- making a crop of the mistletoe. They don't give a shit about us. Uh, but anyway, that's all. I just wanted to talk about uh, mistletoe. I figured it was a good time of year. Being a parasite, a vampiric parasite. That's cool. That is really cool. It's kind of a cool plant. I like that the plant has, you know, yeah, I can photosynthesize. But I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) It's like backup systems. Yeah. And also it makes berries, bird berries. Bird berries. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We got a last plant, a last weird plant. We got some bugs. We We got us a tree. Talked hackberries. I think that's the end of 2019. Randy, roll the credits. As always, thank you for listening to Verdant North for three seasons. Are you crazy? Thank you. As always, you can find Verdant North on Facebook, Twitter, and at our website, verdantnorth.org. It's a .net. .net. (laughs) I can't remember. I didn't pull it up. I'm going off the hook. Uh, net. You can also email us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, um, a few other places too, like TuneIn and SoundCloud if you want those, if you're getting into new, newer listening sources. Um, 
you can also support us by donating at Kofi.com backslash Verdant North. That's KO FI.com backslash Verdant North. Uh, you know, if you give us a few bucks, we will read your message on air, give you a shout out plug. Uh, we always appreciate it. The more that you help us, the more that we're able to do this, honestly. Um, and uh, we've had actually some contribute contribution contributions. So that's the word uh, this year. Uh, so we Dead. really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. Honestly, um, as always, uh, you can find Caroline Holstrom on Twitter at Miss Oline. Yeah, that's uh, Miss Zero Line. Miss Oline. Miss Oline. Uh, you can find Dan Hudson uh, trying to make out with people under the mistletoe. <laughs> <laughs> or, hey, uh, until the berries are gone, it's fair game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how this he works. He keeps putting berries back on. <laughs> I keep adding them. Uh, or you can talk to him, Verdant Dan, on Twitter if he's ever on it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can talk to me on Twitter at, at Marlon underscore Rando if you want to talk like tech help and podcasts. I don't know. Whatever. He loves that. I love that business. Uh, <laughs> an extra special thanks, as always, to Dewey Vu and Brietta Stead for their graphics work that ad- adorns our websites and our uh, social media pages. Mm-hmm. And extra, extra big thanks to Corey Hartung for being our webmaster and making sure that we are online. Happy New Year, Corey. Happy birthday, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Baby New Year. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, an extra big thanks to Prozac Rat and their Volcanus Project for letting us use their tunes. It always riles me up and gets me going to listen to this podcast. They should, uh, just going to throw this out there. I think Volcanus should have a CD called The Viscom Album <laughs> and put a bunch of Christmas songs on it. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, I agree. You'll have to hit them up. Yeah. Let them know. Uh, and as always, always remember. It's okay, it's okay to, to kill, kill plants. plants. Happy New Year. 